Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Midwest Flyways podcast. Be sure to leave us a review or a rating on Apple and Spotify and go to MidwestFlyways.com slash shop for all your latest Midwest Flyways merchandise. I can get used to this. Sorry I moved too quick. Chasing at the blue, no counterfeit. Catch me on a wild like Donovan. Bienvenidos a la Midwest Flyways podcast. I am your host. I am Joey Vasayo. And on my left... <laughs> and on my left, we have... A- Kalnes, uh, back from the FIFA World uh, Cup. Dude, FIFA has <laughs> been crazy. I know you don't care and you don't watch it, but my God. Uh, Unbelievable. It's so fun. Every time the Euro or the FIFA come back on, it's just like, oh man. I spent an entire summer with Nathaniel and all we did was play soccer all day and watch Euro all day. Sure. So, super funny. But yeah, it's hey. so wild you didn't get any better at it though. Soccer? Yeah. Never was trying. Mm. I was never going to play soccer. I was 260 pounds in high school, bud. <laughs> but you're the most competitive <clears throat> dude on the planet. Dude, soccer's... You, tr- you try hard. Soccer's not a 260-pound man's game. You made it's it work, not. though. It's just not. Still ran a 4-4 or whatever oh, it was. Wow. <laughs> I wish. Or a 4-9. Four, four nine. Four nine. It was faster than me. That one time in... What the hell was that? That's a piece of ice. You're making love to your water bottle. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Minnesota cares. Um, no, it doesn't. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no. I didn't get that good at soccer, man. Mm. I was never like, I'm going to play soccer, though, either. You were never at, like, Joey level? No, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I was never either like, I was never like, I'm going to play soccer, though. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, it was more, like, competitive in nature. Just, like, can the 260-pound man beat the guy that's really good at soccer? Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I get that Young man Young man Yeah young That young man yeah. Before he fully grew Yeah <laughs> Yes Tell you what I'm a force to be reckoned with On the soccer field now mm. Daddy knows how to throw his weight I I doubt you're better than you were Your senior year of high school Ah, For sure not <coughs> But Foot handling no No chance However Running no Dude I think the thing The thing I think about If I like went back And played football right now I think the thing that I would be better at would be the mental part of it. Like knowing to anticipate what a guy might do, like learning about like defensive linemen's like what their tendencies are. Like those different pieces, like I would have picked up on that and like been more like way more sucked into that. Do people because you were offensive line? Yeah. So like on the offensive line and the t- <laughs> and the D line. Do you guys think, or do you just go, hmm, smash? <laughs> That's such a good question. Um, Guy in front of me, smash. No, there's definitely, like, obviously, for an offensive lineman, there's a ton. Because, like, every play, especially running plays, you're going and blocking different directions. Or, like, a lot of the time now, they pull centers or guards. So, they'll, like, have you run around the outside and block a linebacker. Mm. Um, or you have, like, two blocks you have to make. Like, you have to chip block the D lineman and then cut block the linebacker or like get to the linebacker sure. or whatever. So I don't know. There's a lot, I guess, for an offensive lineman. And usually, just so you know, too, offensive linemen have the highest GPAs and IQs <laughs> of the whole football team. And not including you. No, definitely not not including me. I was <laughs> okay. well, I was at a junior college, you know, so <laughs> sure. Not as important. Um Beer, but smash like Notre girls. Dame. Notre Dame, like those guys, they're fucking geniuses. Mm. Usually. Um, but, Where do we? Huh? Where do we? Anyway, 
the defensive lineman there is dumbasses. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, there's like techniques and different spots you're supposed to go and blitzes and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Sure. Anyway, but like, are we the smartest people in the field? Probably not. The quarterback's got to be the smartest guy in the field. Think so? Hell yeah. That guy has 200 different plays and he can audible out of all of them. Okay. At any time. Like, he's got to recognize what the linebacker's job they think is going to be on this next play and then change the play at the line of scrimmage if they think that there's a better play suited to that. Like, there's a ton. Like, a quarterback's way smart. Mm. As a soccer player, however, you, like, run that way, then the other way, and then the ball comes to you and you kick it either into the there's net a or lot, to another player. There's a lot of split-second decisions. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say you'd be better at. <coughs> that's honestly. that's the only thing I'm good at in life, honestly, is impulsive decisions. That's it. Hey, should I do this or this? Uh, this. What about that truck you bought? The last one. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I just hit many things, and and then the transmission came out after 200,000 miles. That was all. Now, should I have taken a nine-hour road trip to Kansas with it? Probably not. Sure. But you could take one in my truck right now, no problem. You think so? Oh, yeah. I drive to Florida right now in my truck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, Dude, yeah, you don't well, think my truck's could, ready, bud? Well, She's ready. Well, we've we've had to drop it off at the shop a couple times. My truck? Water or the heating core. Oh, no, yeah, that's just heat, though. The engine, the tranny, we're good. See, with the Ram. They made them really good in 1991, though. 2011? 1991. It just looks like a 91. <laughs> no, it doesn't. With all the rust and... Oh, man. I mean, I'm not trashing your truck. It's not your fault you bought a lemon. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like... It's just what happened. But I'm about right. to put a down payment on a truck right now as we oh, speak, yeah. actually. Dude, I, don't, I remember you saying you're about to buy a new truck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped. Probably about as much as my first mortgage, huh? Pretty much. Pretty much. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But, you know, daddy made some money and that's okay. It's wild, man. <laughs> hey, um, we've been we've been bouncing around a bit. We have been bouncing around. Yeah. Joey's been all over. Feels like, feels like we've both just been running nonstop. I've just been... Running on stopping this this area, have but, you? Oh, in this bro. area, for what? No, 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 not for birds, bro. Oh, <laughs> for the business. Oh yeah, for the business. It's just been mayhem. Mm-hmm. But um, and then no, yeah, we were just in Nebraska, and I want to talk about Nebraska because what I want to say about it is the first time I went to Nebraska, Nebraska fucked me up, bro. <laughs> Like what when we went with Gavin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we got stranded on the river and drove the whole way there, shot like what six ducks the entire weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty three bad. days of hunting, shot like six ducks. It was pretty bad. Um, saw like very few ducks. Yep. And it was colder than a bitch out yep. there. Yep. Yeah, that's and so like it, that was tough. <laughs> that hurt. You know that hurt a little bit. I came home and no lie, I was like. I don't got to go back there, honestly. Mm. Now, the place that we were just at, Angel Wing Outfitters. What? That's different. Yeah. That's a lot different than the river we hunted. Yeah. Well, that's also about six hours away. Yeah, I know. Totally opposite end of the state. We were damn near in Colorado. Yep. But it, yeah, it was epic, bro. Yeah. They stage a lot of (laughs) birds there. (laughs) Well, he, you know what he said to me? He goes, I'd rather have 50,000 hawkers than 200,000 lessers. And I was like, dude, I'd love to have 2,000 birds on my roost. No shit, right? 2,000. Yeah. 
over here on the river. Yeah, dude. Speaking of this year, dog shit. Yeah. Dog shit. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> so bad. This is probably the worst season I remember in years. It's definitely the worst goose hunting we've had. Oh, it was worst duck hunting, worst goose hunting. Yeah. It was terrible. In Minnesota, yeah. And uh, fuck, I bet you I had like four good hunts in Minnesota this year. It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know if I can say four. Oof. I think maybe three. Did you see that uh, that reel that blew up on my channel Mm-mm. or on my uh, Instagram? No. Of uh, me hunting with Judd and Brian and Kenny Peterson? Dude, we limited out in three flocks of mallards for five of us. So it's, what is that, 20 ducks? 20. 20 ducks in three flocks? Yeah. And then they said that there was a, a double-banded drake in town or something. And we were waiting on bonus ducks and geese. And all we saw were mallards. So I just started filming. Yeah. Like yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands of ducks coming to this field. We got there late. Snow covers. Everything. And it was just constant <coughs> flowage of mallards. It was like a hard 25 mile an hour wind. And they were just gliding on top of us. And then yeah. probably about 600 landed next to Brian. Like 10 feet from his layout. They just sat down in the snow. That's crazy. Trying to melt it and just... That's so crazy. It was epic. But it's got like 25,000 views on my Instagram and like 4,000 likes. That's cool, man. It's kind of insane. Uh, Was it snowing or like any weather or was it just nice? Uh, It was snowing. Okay. It was snowing when we woke up and then it stopped shortly after shooting light. Dude, it's so crazy. Like when, when it's snowing and the mallards are coming to a field... I feel like they're just stupid. Mm-hmm. It's and like I'm, I don't feel like they are just stupid. Do you remember too when we were hunting around here, you and I in a cornfield afternoon hunt, and that hen mallard landed in the spread, and it was snowing, and we walked out like within three feet of her, and she wouldn't fly. Mm-mm. She flew into the spread and landed, and me and you were like kind of getting ready to be done. Yeah. And so we just let her sit in there. And when we were deciding to peck, pick up, we walked out there, like walking directly at this duck. And it's snowing. And she just literally wouldn't get up. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, we like walked out there and then she wouldn't fly. Like we were just trying to get her to fly away. And so she was literally just like running, like running through the field. Weird. She would go like 10 or 12 feet and then she would just sit down. Where was that? Around here? Yeah. I do not remember that. I can tell but, you after. But they, uh, yeah, they go into survival mode. I it's love crazy. that. I love that. So cool. But this year, that's really the only time I can kill them is if we have a bad weather event. And even then, like uh, right before Thanksgiving, I was going to take my dad out. Yeah. And it was Tuesday and Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And 100 geese have been landing in my backyard every day for like two weeks. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go set a spread so I can just come out here in the morning. And then uh, as I'm setting the spread, my truck is right there. Over a 1,000 geese land in the field. And they're trying to land on my truck as I'm loading deeks. And I'm like, oh, we're going to fucking slaughter them tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just hate town. So my dad, buy your three-day license because he's a South Dakota resident. <laughs> and let's do it. They did not fly at all. Went out there in the morning, didn't fly. We're like, fuck. Well, we'll come up in the afternoon. Did not fly. And then we went out on Thanksgiving. No birds in sight. It's like, what in the world is going on? So Minnesota, in my mind, is just dead. 
you know. Right now. Right now. I mean, in this area, it's just not been good the last couple of years. Which kind of like brings us into a totally different point. But I mean, it's been like so much. It's been so much fun this year doing like the different trips, going different places. It always has been fun. But this year, it just really hit me that it's, I think it's, I would rather honestly travel and hunt exactly where it's going to be money once maybe every month even than like every weekend go and try and shoot nothing oh well. i mean like not shoot nothing but you know what i mean just like trying to scratch out you know half a limit or something i get that that just shows that we're getting older you know i totally understand that thought process but it's, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like it's once a month, but like, dude, I I would rather go on two trips a month probably than like every weekend hunt something that just we don't know for sure. So you'd rather just hunt two less times, is what you're saying? If the, <laughs> if I know the other two times are going to be like epic, mm-hmm. I think I'm saying I'd rather put like the work in, taking another day or two off of work, like plan to travel, fly, do all the shit that comes with the annoying part of getting somewhere to hunt, mm-hmm. the logistics. And just be there for like three days and just beat them up in a sweet new spot. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's definitely getting older. Because think about five years ago. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, there's 10 mallards there. Let's go kill them. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Guys, let me tell you about the ammo we've been shooting this year. It's called Migra Ammunitions. And let me tell you, I've never shot a more consistent load in my life. It is constantly smacking honkers and ducks out of the sky my god you know what i love honestly the most about ammunition is when it works and (laughs) dude that's always been my biggest gripe right like it's just dude just shoot out of the gun just shoot the shell i've not had a single dud this year me neither it's i love that aspect of it i just want to be able to trust my ammunition so hey if you want to learn more about stacked load ammunition that me and Joey have been shooting all year, go to migraammunitions.com. Well, let me well, let me tell you. Yeah. That 2-4 load for the 20 gauge? Yep. Smoking honkers, dude. Hey, it's hard. I don't even want to shoot my 12 gauge. No, there's a we have a reel on our Instagram of Joey shooting 2-4 stack 20 gauge Migra. So go, go check, check it out, out, guys. Go check it out. For no, sure. it's been a lot of fun traveling this year between North Dakota and Nebraska. We're about to head out to Montana tomorrow morning. Yeah. Hunt with Tate and Norm over at uh, RA Legacy out in Billings and go shoot mallards on the river and, of course, shitloads of honkers. Ugh, I'm so excited. And that brings me to my thing that I want to talk about today. It's so cool. Like, easily one of the coolest things about waterfowl is, like, all the friends that you make and connections you make. Once you get to know people well enough, they'll invite you to wherever their spot is, and then you go out there, you become even better friends with them, and, like, they don't want you to pay anything or whatever, and it's just too nice. And so, like, especially if you're guiding, like, you're going to a guided place, you still tip the guides and whatever, and it's it feels more of, like, a DIY trip where, like, you're using their leases, you mm-hmm. know, and they just, like, scout and shit. But then you also hang out shoot birds clean birds whatever and just help them with the day-to-day shit it's so much fun and i just can't thank everyone who's ever invited us on a trip thank you and if we have actually ever come out and hunted with you 
the generosity is just ridiculous and the lifetime friendships that come out of it are just so cool. I'm extremely humbled by it. So I just wanted to say thank you to all of our friends and family out there. Dude, it's something <clears throat> I've been seeing just like popping up kind of from people I've talked to and whatever much more lately is like guys traveling to go and see new people or to meet new friends like that they might have met literally on social media. Um, Cause we've done that so much and it's so much fun going to a place and it's complete strangers or it's like people that you've only talked to on the internet and instantaneously you're like focused on the exact same thing. Right. You know, you're both, your mindset immediately, the group is like, we're going to shoot birds. Here's how we need to be successful doing it. And like, that's all you're focused on. And it's so easy to be friends and to like bond with those people when you're just, that's like all you care about. And that's so cool. There's no other like hunting like that, man. Mm -mm. You know, there's no other hunting really where it's like. Maybe upland. Yeah, maybe upland a little bit, but like you're still kind of walking like 10, 15 feet apart usually. And More than that. Yeah, I mean, depending. Yeah, how many guys and how big of an area. But either way, it's not like you're like sitting there, like having conversations, learning right. about people and their lives and whatever. And then, oh, there's some ducks and you're calling out ducks. And like, that's just so cool. There's there's definitely nothing like that in terms of other hunting stuff. No, no. I think that's one of the things that makes it so special. You know, like uh, Loaded Timber invited us down in January. I think we're going to have to try to make that work somehow. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how either. We're going to have to figure, but we're gonna have to figure it out. Either like way. We're going to go hunt with Logan from Camo Retro at his flooded timber spot. We still got to go and hunt with. Like, I know that we're, like, trying to do all this stuff, and maybe we will. Maybe <laughs> we'll be able to do all this stuff. We probably not. Yeah, maybe not. Joey. Maybe. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. No, yeah, it's cool, man. I think the thing I'm most pumped about for this week is just being able to legitimately go there and not think about anything but hunting. Mm. <clears throat> because the other trips that we've done this year, right, like my focus has been on half of that and some other stuff. Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. and You've been focused on hunting and men. Hunting and some other stuff. Like men. Photos. <laughs> getting content. <laughs> uh, what the objectives are of the trip. Like the business stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. And... When we leave for Montana tomorrow, I don't, I'm not doing that. Really? Yeah, I don't have to. Not even a little bit? I mean, but like for fun, you know what I mean? Mm. I, it'll, it, yeah, a little bit, but well, we got much less. We got Grant Tony from uh, Flights Canceled coming out to film for us. Yeah. He does some pretty good stuff, so I'm pretty excited to do that, to have him out there and hunt with him again. I'm pumped to be like, dude, you just make, Make this video. <laughs> I'm about to shoot some some ducks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm about to shoot some fucking birds in the mouth in Montana, so dude. Do. Dude, when we were, uh, the last deal we did, I had to use a different gun than I'm used to. I really didn't oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Really didn't like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, messed with my psyche. Yeah. Like, you know how everyone says... Guns are so preferential. Yeah, totally. You know, it's subjective. It's like whatever pulls up to your face nice. Because, yeah. like, people love shooting uh, pumps, right? Hate yep. it. I hate shooting yeah. pumps. Why would you handicap yourself? Oh, I can shoot a pump better. Whatever. 
you know, it's I just can, like I how can they squeeze. learn is how they feel. It's like the feel I can squeeze of off three shots faster than you can. Yeah. And if they're all balled up, you lose. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. But like a lot of people like shooting uh, SX threes and SX fours. Yep. And uh, Breda A four hundred A four hundreds. Yep. That gun does not pull up to my face nicely. I do yeah. not like that gun. Yeah. And I don't like the trigger or the the safety in front of the trigger. Hate that. It's it messes me up every time I click it. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like an extra second behind the bird. But um when I was in Nebraska, I was shooting a different gun and I'm like, oh, I really don't like this. Yeah. You know? It didn't yeah. have an ex- it didn't have a ported choke. It was like a modified choke. And every couple of, like it was like every fifth shot that I took, I was like, that bird should have been dead. You know? Sure. Mess with my fucking it just head. it just wasn't the feel like the feel wasn't right the feel wasn't it's right. all about the feel that's the real thing okay <laughs> like if you're buying a semi-automatic shotgun right that's and I don't even honestly whatever feels good if if you like gas driven or inertia driven like do you I don't care but I can tell you whatever you go to the store and you put up to your face and like you'll feel it you'll feel like it feels right right mm. like my Weatherby element. Is huh. by far my favorite gun to shoot. Well, huh. feels right. It's just like money, sex in the city. Yeah, it's every perfect. time you put it up to your shoulder, I just love it. Like I like Miranda. carrying it. I like having it. It just feels right, dude. Every time I put that <clears throat> gun up to my shoulder, I just say Miranda. Miranda. It's a character from Sex in the City. Ah, got it. Miranda. Right. Thought you were gonna go with like them reading Miranda rights or something. Yeah, for the duck because they're under yeah, arrest. Yeah. Pop. Under arrest. <laughs> you, hey, straight to jail. Straight to jail. No trial, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, uh, I totally get that. So whatever whatever this means, if you go to the store and you're like, I'm going there to get a Bur- like a Benelli SB3 because that's the most popular gun, whatever. Don't. Go there, pull up a bunch of different guns, and then decide. Well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I think so many it, people, though. Dude, a lot of people legitimately, like, they're just like, I'm getting a Benelli SP3. They don't, like, go to the store and see I don't see know a whole lot of people that have that gun. Really? Mm-mm. Dude, every hunt I feel like I'm on, it's, like, either a Benelli SP3 or a Benelli M2. I was going to say, most people buy the M2 because yeah. it's cheaper. It's about 800 bucks cheaper. But either way, I feel like almost everyone that I've that I've been hunting with this year, it's, like, a, it's a Benelli M2 or a Benelli SP3. Hmm. And and that's fine. I mean, it's a beautiful gun. I'm not saying it doesn't pull up nice to your face. Probably does. It. Shit, probably does, bro. I love my Super Black Eagle Three. <clears throat> that thing's but, like sucks in the city. But that said, don't just assume. I mean, there are a lot of guys that don't like necessarily don't like the feel of an SP Three. Well, and then you you hear everyone talking about how they shoot high. You heard that? Yeah. It's like, dude, if it doesn't pull up your face right, it's gonna shoot high. Right. Straight up. Well, I had to send mine back to Benel. Well, I put it on sandbags at 30 yards, and it was a foot high. No. No, dude. You're just not putting your face on the gun right. Plain yeah. and simple. No, I don't know, man. Go go shoot some guns. Feel it out and, like, decide what, what's good for you. Right. But but anyway, anyway. Our, next, our next deal. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Midwest Flyways podcast. Say, I just want to tell you guys about a tool that Joey and I use constantly that can make your hunt way more successful. It's the Onyx Hunt app, and Joey and I both have an elite membership, and I, I promise you it's worth every penny. Joey, what's your favorite thing about Onyx? Dude, there's like 100 things, but easily the most practical uses are the tracking app 
so I know how I walk through those cattails and how to get back so I can find that exact path that I made getting in there because yep. it was a, an ass getting in there. It yeah. makes it so much easier on the way back out. But then also the uh, the wind app. Yeah, it's dude. It's really nice. It's so much easier than trying to go to a wind app separately and find out what the actual wind calendar looks like for a certain spot you want to hunt. I think that that's for sure. That's the thing that I look at on the app and I'm like, wow, this is just smart. This is just an easy thing to use on the app. Um, other thing I really like too is the radius. You know, you can like set a radius marker on your point. Did you know that? Yeah, so you can like right by the wind calendar, you can like click set a radius area and then you can pull out or expand to like 500 yards. So then you can like check how far you are from a house oh. or a road or anything like that. Nice. Yeah, so then you can have that on the same waypoint. So when you like zoom in, it shows you like a 550-yard radius around you or something. I've always just used the <clears throat> drop the drop point deal. Yeah, that works too. That works really good too. But yeah, no, um, check out Onyx Hunt, guys. You can get 20% off your membership with MWF20. So go to Onyx Hunt. The code for the app is also on our website. So go to MidwestFlyways.com. Our code on there for the discount is on there as well. Appreciate you guys. Norm, Tate, and uh, Andy Elzer and Ryan Pettis, we're going to come and hang with you. We're going to shoot some geese, shoot some ducks, hopefully more ducks and geese, but, you know. Or whatever. Go hunt the Bighorn River or whatever spots they have for mallards. I am legitimately oh. trying to shoot mallards there. Oh, like we're going to shoot mallards. No, if we if we go shoot geese, it's fine. But like if we go there and we hunt geese three days in a row, oh, I would pissed. legitimately just be like, hey, I don't care if we don't shoot any ducks tomorrow. <laughs> I need you to take me to a spot where there might be ducks. No, yeah. They, they know. I know they know. I already told them. Yeah. I was like, I'm a duck guy. Like, yeah. More ducks, please. More right. ducks, please. Right, there you go. That's actually, when you first made that Instagram name, mm. I was like, mm, a little cheesy. But as it's gone on, it's I lit. think it works really good for you. It's lit. It is lit. I don't fuck Stop. around, Kel. Uh, I don't fuck around. Sometimes, though. Mm-mm. I'm straight to business, dude. Sex with, in the city. Right in with my With some eyes. stuff? No, everything. Mm. No bullshit. Mm. <laughs> you know what, All guys? Right. Cal, Cal told me today, he's like, be ready right at 7.30 going straight to podcast. Now, what time did Cal get here? 7.48. 7.48. And what time did we sit down to the podcast for? 7.52. Now, you're never on time. And, hey. you, and you don't, and you do fuck around when it comes to being on time for the podcast. And now that's okay. I just don't want to hear any more jokes about me fucking around and being late all the time. Got Wait, it? <laughs> dude, you were late to the bank on Saturday, and, and did that I was say, my child? Did I fault. say, oh, here we go, here we go, man, here we go. Can't it's do my that. Child. Can't do that. Can't do that. You had the kid. Okay. You had the kid. You anyway, try, you try driving to the bank with <clears> a <throat> child. I don't have one, so someday. Get ready, son. You'll figure it I'll, out. I'll probably be on time. I am your dad. Anyway. Anyway, we are we are very pumped up to go to Montana. <laughs> We're super excited. Um ooh, tell me like your favorite thing that's happened this season hunting wise. Uh ugh, put me on the spot. I would have to say my favorite thing hunting this season so far was shooting 84 geese in a band with Heinz and Robertson and Hunter Dillon. The stoke was high. Dude, That I still can't believe that we did that hunt. That yeah. hunt was so fucking nutty. 
watching three bands drop out of one flock, and I know that I killed one for sure. <sighs> Needed that. Needed that for my mental health. Going into that, Joe's like, ah, oh, yeah, you guys can just have the bands. And we're like, cool, guaranteed a band, nice. And like 10 minutes later, he's like, nah, fuck that. I haven't shot a band in North Dakota before. I'm like, motherfucker, you have 70 on your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we still did the shell draw. And did he win one? Yeah. And Matt Robertson was like, dude, I'm not going to win it. He goes, I have the worst luck with band draws. I was like, oh, I've lost 40, 41 up until this point. He's like, I'll lose it. And I picked my shell and had the X on. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. And Robertson didn't get it. And I'm like, <laughs> God, you're a dick. That's well, it's just though. like, thank God, you know? Yeah. I was like sweating a little bit on the inside. I was like, if I don't get this band, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. But oh, that's cool, man. Definitely a highlight. I honestly thought you were going to say the day that you and Isaac Hills hunted with Carter when you mm. guys were shooting those mallards. Mm. That shit was special. Yeah. That was a dope ass day. Yeah, because you called me and we talked on the phone for two hours after that yeah, hunt. Two, two damn hours. Joey was just, he was just on cloud nine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wish I had been there for that one. I probably could have used that one honestly as a pick me up. You needed that. Yeah, I probably, I probably did need that. You were invited. I was. You were invited. I was. So you can't blame me for that one. No, I don't. You had to go to a wedding or some shit, right? I did. I had to go to a wedding. That's unacceptable. Um, and that you, was on we a tried Friday, to finagle right? the way that I could get there and have to leave. But it was I a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday. Um, no, that hunt was so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Just imagine flocks of twenty to a hundred. I saw the video. Twenty to a hundred, just dumping within eight feet. They're so close to you guys. It was <laughs> stupid. Just picking out green. God, it felt good. So you're still saying though the eighty-four was better than that? Yeah, <clears throat> dude, yeah. eighty-four geese. Between no, six it's guys. cool, man. That's cool. I mean, it. I think it was so cool. Like, so many things went into the goose hunt other than, like, just take the bands out of the equation. Yeah. Six guys that know what they're doing, know when to call, when to shut up, and, like, how to just keep putting wheat back on their layout blinds. And every flock that did it, did it, like, hard. And they balled up every single time. So, like... For six guys shooting, we didn't drop less than 10 birds a flock. Yeah. Like, less than 10 every yeah, no, flock. That's crazy. That was insane. Ugh. It was so cool. Where every time you pull up your gun, you triple. It was just pure. Pure. Just absolutely pure. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Oh, yeah. Just pure. No, that shit was, uh, that shit was gnarly. I just... Like, we didn't even realize what hit us until later that night. Yeah. Like, what we did until later that night. We're like, holy fuck. That was fucking sick. Everyone was just like, I can't believe we did that. I can't believe we did that. It's like, yep. That's crazy. Me neither. And all these people have been hunting for decades. Yeah. So to have everyone saying that, it's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty fucking special. I'm going to blow up that picture and put a big one up on the wall. Yeah. That shit's dope. Dude, that's crazy. Like, I've got all these mixed tiles. I've got, like, another 168, by the way. Yeah. To put up on a wall. Dude, Joey sent me a picture, the picture, of the 84 geese. Mm. You know, that night or whatever? Yeah. And I remember, like, before the picture, before I, like, opened it, you know when you can just see, like, a little, tiny little 
image or whatever. Yeah. It, it was like, before I even opened it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I remember being like, dear God almighty, that's so many birds. Um, Blew my mind. And I, and I think we maybe talked on the phone. You were like, dude, we shot 84 geese. And I can't remember if you, did you either text it to me or did I, did I get like somebody sent it to me on Facebook? No idea. Anyway. If I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, it, it blew my mind. Either way, I was like, that's, that's so many birds. Dude, and we're like going through all the footage and shit. Like this is a terrible, terrible one here. Oh yeah, this is the picture of Joey. Is that Joey, you? Matt, and Joe? Yeah, and it's like zooming out from you guys, and the line of geese just keeps going and going and going. God, that's so cool. Yeah, that shit was yeah dirty. That's epic, dude. Oh, and then the one on the water tower. That one is the one that blew my. <laughs> that like truly was like insanity. I mean, there's a goose on every step, and then a pile still on top of the <laughs> water tower. I'm like, because that's the thing is like I saw the geese on the steps. Right, and yeah. I remember being like, "Oh my god!" They put a goose on every step, they and then there's shot like him. another forty and then it zooms on top. Out and there's like, yeah, for sure, thirty more geese just piled on top of the wall. I'm like, they were double what? stacked, as wide as the picture frame, on top of the tanker. So cool. Ugh, such a yeah, dope ass. Sick. Look. Took way too long to set up. Yeah, and it looks so weird because yeah. there's like cars driving by, and I'm like, we need. Joe's like, we need to get out of here. I'm like, Dude. yeah. The Midwest Flyways podcast is brought to you by Soundgear. Guys, let me tell you about Soundgear. It is a hearing protection company, and it is the bee's knees, honestly. You spend $1,400 on the Phantoms to save your hearing forever. I can't tell you how revolutionary it is to have good hearing protection that actually fits to the mold of your ear, enhances other noises, and then also protects your hearing. Dude, Bluetooth enabled on top of that, so it connects to your phone and... The other thing I love most about it is because they're rechargeable now. You know that the black case, <clears throat> the black case that you get with it, it's a device that charges them even when it's not plugged in. Yeah. So like you plug it in and it charges the case and your sound gear, just like AirPods. Mm -hmm. So then when you go somewhere on a trip or whatever, you're out in the field and you've hunted for eight hours and just you need to charge case. up, just put them in the case. That's seriously like life changing for me. Yep. Not having to swap the batteries. And so, my most asked question about Soundgear too is, how does it sound like when you're calling? And my answer every single time is, if you're an experienced caller, you already know what your calling sounds like. The first time you go out and call, it's going to sound a little weird to you. But after that, your muscle memory kicks in. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, well, and you kind of learn. Like, you can easily just, like, take one out and hear how you sound and be like, okay. So, like, I know what it sounds like in this year. Like, that sounds fine then. You just like you said, you just get adjusted to it, right? No, it didn't you know? sound. If anything, it just sounded a little bit muffled. But even then, the only reason why it sounds muffled is because it's a higher decibel. So the sound gears are actually saving yeah. your ear. Yeah, <laughs> like your ear exactly. All right, so go to soundgear.com today to get a pair of custom fit Phantoms. I'll ask you this: Now that we've like been, we've been to some cool places. We've definitely seen like different parts of the country, right? right. What's like if like the whole world, just the world in general, give me your top like should we say three or five like bucket list hunts? Bucket list places to go to hunt right now. Like what's your like top five places you gotta go to hunt? All right. Uh Alaska. <clears throat> yep. Um Arkansas flooded timber. Yep. Pretty much just flooded timber in general. 
um, West Coast. We've done flooded timber. Yeah, but it wasn't like true flooded timber. Well, yeah, the second time we went to uh, hunt with Wade, that stuff we hunted in like yeah. the last two days, that's true flooded timber. Yeah, we just didn't shoot <clears throat> shit. We didn't shoot a lot of birds. Yeah, we shot a couple. So you're ducks. saying like bucket list hunt is more like flooded timber where the mallards are just doing it fucking right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to see the mallards doing it through the trees, man. Yeah. I got to see him do it through the trees. Just really good. And then uh really want to go to Iceland or Greenland. I want to shoot some puffins. Oh, my God. He's so cool. And then, uh, shit, there was one more where it's just fucking nutty. What was it? You I want to shoot. You can think about it. I can go through it. I want to shoot um, mallards on the snake. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it, or or uh, it's, it's kind of like a twofer because they're so close, but the Columbia River. Divers on the Columbia River, but then you shoot a lot of mallards too. So it's just like whatever flows down the river, and then um, uh, the Snake River in Idaho, yeah, for dying, sure, dying to do it. Yeah, I <clears throat> probably share a couple of those. Um, like I think I think my number one on my list right now is Saskatchewan. I just feel like I want to go and see. I want to see the like birthplace of it. You know what I mean? The land of the living. Skies. Yeah, dude, I do. I want to go see it. So like, I think that's probably number one <clears throat> on my list. Um, number two is probably Alaska. Yeah. I just like when I went to Alaska with my brothers and my dad, Alaska truly did just blow my mind. Tell you. Just like in general, the place is just insane. And so that makes me want to go back there to do my favorite thing. Uh-huh. For sure. So I would say definitely Saskatchewan, Alaska. Um, I don't really care where, and maybe we'll knock it off this this week. I don't know. But shooting mallards on like a tiny or a small creek, right? Like sitting on the banks. <clears throat> that's that's for sure on top. Yeah. For me. That's number three. Um number four, probably. Uh, probably honestly, Mexico. That's another. I'm just like, just I love Mexico. I love everything about the culture. Like my wife and I go all the time. Speaks a lot of Spanish. Yep. Very little. Um, but dude, I just I love Mexico. Like I legitimately think if it's possible and makes sense, Annie and I will live there someday. And so, anyway, um, yeah, I feel like Mexico is probably number four and number five. Man, I just I think I really want to go to New Zealand. Damn, that's, yeah. Yep. Like, the scenery. Dude, I just want to hang out with Jeff Irvine. Yeah, the, the scenery that Jeff Irvine posts, like, every time he hunts. Dude, it's literally where they film the Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> it's like. it's. Did you hear what I just said? I did. That's literally where they film <clears throat> Lord of the Rings. That's how it looks. It literally is, though. Yeah, no, I know. I'm saying that's what it looks like while you're out there oh. duck and goose hunting. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, all the time. And I want to do that so bad. Like, that That to me just looks insane. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough, too, because, like, obviously there's there's so many more. Like, flooded timber. Like, pure awesome flooded timber in Arkansas when the greenheads are just breaking limbs to come in there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that really bad. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I fucked up. Places. I've always wanted to um, hunt divers on the Chesapeake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just tradition. I know? think we've got an invite to do that at some point. 
Oh yeah, well my family has that spot too. Yeah, yeah. I think we got to go do that at some point too. I, I think. Talk- I think honestly, you know, what we should do. Really, what we should do is instead of like getting before the year where it's like, you know, coming into season and Midwest Flowers is trying to figure out like where we're gonna go and what we're gonna do. We should like write like a five year plan. We should just write out like the places we want to go in like the next five years. Hmm. And then then that way each year we can like look at the possibilities and whichever one is like lining up, we can plug those in. Hmm. Might be kind of a good way to stay on task. Hmm. Joey's making a lot of faces right now. Not sure how he yeah. feels about that. I didn't talk about uh Big planner guy. I didn't talk about Lake Michigan, did I? Uh-uh. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I totally, like, I literally, we have so much going on. I actually just like forgot that right. you were doing that. Let me grab a beer. Do you want one? No, I'm good. <laughs> Guys, the Midwest Flyways podcast is brought to you by Better Fed Beef. Better Fed Beef is probably the, the best way to get legitimately small farm raised beef that tastes really, really good. And the process they have for making that beef, the beef is really good, dude. We it like a good steak. Good. I'm a steak guy. I go to the good steak restaurants. I eat the good steak. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm telling you, it's a good steak, and I'm not bullshitting. No, it's a very good steak, and I'm actually very impressed. What is it, like 17 family farms around the Midwest contribute yeah. to it, and they all raise their beef a certain way to where yep. it's at this certain standard. It's called get Anya. Anya beef, O-N-Y-A. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not even going to lie, I don't know what that stands for. Um, Jack, the guy from Better Fed Beef that we work with directly, uh, when he sent me the email and he was like, Hey, these are some talking points. Mm-hmm. He like said some talking points and then he goes, basically we're raising really, really damn good beef. And that's exactly <laughs> what you want to hear from one of the owners. Yeah. That, that is definitely what you're trying to hear without a question. Guys, you can go to betterfedbeef.com and use promo code flyways for 20% off all the products on, on the better fed beef website. Literally, we, me and Joey are giving you a code to save money on your groceries. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Get on you. Get some good steak. On us, actually. 20% off. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. So, yeah. I, like, honestly, we've had so much going on. I literally just forgot that you went and did this. But Joey, Joey went and did layout boat hunting. <laughs> Like, set it up for me. Like, paint me a picture of what this was like. Uh, scariest day of my life. <laughs> I've never... Uh, let's just say this. I haven't been that scared of dying in a really, really long time. Like, actual death? Actual death. What? No, I'm 100% serious, Cal. Because you're kind of giving me that face like, what? Like, you didn't mean it, but like, I yeah. mean it. I mean I'm it. I'm giving dude. you the face of like... Do you just mean, like, it was really sketchy, but, like, you probably would have been all right? Or are you being, like, I actually literally felt like I was going to die? So we went out there. We're going to get him on the podcast, too. But Tell me, the, like, the temps. Like, put the vibe in for me. Were okay. you, like, driving in and it's just colder than fucking dirt? No. Or, like, so, what? So this is Lake Michigan, right? One of the Great Lakes. We drove five and a half hours from Minnesota. Yeah. With Jake Whiteman, <clears throat> Tim Kramer, who's a guide at Candy Shop in North Dakota. And uh, Jake owns his own guide service up in Thief River, and uh, he's like, hey, I've got a free ticket. He goes, if we split it between all of us, it's normally a 1000 bucks for two guns. He's like, he's giving us a hell of a deal. 
it's going to be like 187 a person without tips. I'm like, holy shit, I have to do it. You know, what are we chasing? He's like, old squaw. I was like, sounds good. So I didn't do any research on old squaw. All I know is that they feed really deep. So Mike, Mike, Michael Keller was telling us all these facts at the bar the night before. And he's kind of freaking me out. In which way? What was he telling you? Well, he's like, he's like, yeah, I do this every day, but you can't fuck around. I'm like, oh, like the tone just changed instantly. Like he has to be a master captain. Like, like he can go and uh, charter a boat on the ocean with the tests that he took. Yeah. Because Lake Michigan is a fucking ocean, dude. Yeah, for sure. So he's like, yeah, we got like a five to 10 mile an hour wind in the morning, but we have waves left over from yesterday. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, well, when the wind blows from Michigan over to Wisconsin, it takes forever to get there. Okay. So they had 25 mile an hour winds the day before. Bro, we had five foot fucking rollers on the lake. <laughs> is that normal? Like that's like what they go out in all the time? Well, and that's that's the thing. We're we're rolling out there and we're in the channel getting loaded up and the 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 boat ramp is super icy. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this is this is cold, you know? Like it was cold, but it was a different kind of cold. It was like moisture cold. It sure, wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like here today cold. It was Different, so I'm like, okay, whatever. And he goes, yeah, don't wear brown or green, and wear black or gray. I'm like, okay, well, I've got a construction jacket, fully waterproof, windproof, everything. He's like, wear waders, trust me. I was like, cool. But if I fall out of the layout boat, I'm drowning, you know? So I'm asking in the morning, I'm like, so where are the life jackets? And he looked at me, he goes, you won't need them. I go, what do you mean? He goes, but falling in the water is not an option. He goes, I'll get you out of the water. He goes, you won't drown. You'll freeze to death in 10 minutes. He goes, that water is 34 degrees. He goes, the outside temp is like 38. You know, it doesn't feel that cold. But the water is 34. If you fall in that water, you're getting hypothermia and dying. I'm like, oh, shit. He really said that? 100%. And of course he had like... <clears throat> he had life jackets, but he's yeah. like, they're right here. Yeah. But like, he was not messing with me whatsoever. He was just like trying to get it in my head because we're all experienced waterfowlers, you know, and we're all talking shit and we're all going to kill birds. And he's like trying to set us straight. Like, Hey, Hey, this is not the time to like fuck yeah, around. This ain't a cornfield. No. He's like, you have to be fucking on your shit. I was like, okay, we start going out there and I'm like, this isn't bad. It was five miles an hour. Yeah. We break the channel yeah. or the seawall. We break the <clears throat> seawall, Cal. There's a fucking seawall with a port in a in a lighthouse right there. Yeah. And the boat starts doing this. Like, this thing is getting air going out there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, laying underneath the layout boat. This is, like, a 22-foot boat with a layout boat strapped on top of it. It's a yeah, two-man layout. Yeah. And I'm just scared shitless. And everyone's laughing at me. They're like, oh, you're so scared. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. You know? He's like, oh, if you're going to stand up, you know, do it like this. I'm like, oh, God. You know? Like, this boat, dude, is moving all over the place. His boat. The big boat. Yeah, the big boat. Moving all over the place. And there's full of decoys and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know? So he starts putting out the layout boat. And he has all these lines. 
that are 100 foot plus. Now, when you're in the layout boat, are you like in a back channel or something? Or are you literally out in the <laughs> five foot rollers? Oh, Cal. We're in the five foot rollers. Dude, I don't know. We're in the middle of the lake. <laughs> we're in 180. F- no, uh, that day we are in 100 foot of water. No, we were in 85 foot of water. 85. He goes, they normally feed in 150 feet of water. And I'm like, are you shitting me right now? And all of his lines, he has like nine spools of rope. They're all labeled 100 foot. I'm like, there's no way we're going to need all these. We used every bit. We used 900 <laughs> feet of rope. For what? Decoys, layout boat, everything. And I'm just like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, if they come anywhere inside the decoys, he goes, lead them about a school bus and a half and uh, unload your gun. He goes, it takes most clients about four to seven boxes of shells to kill their six ducks. I'm like, unreal. Like, no way. These, yeah. these guys just suck, you know, yeah. the clients. So the first duck comes in. Jake is shooting at him. It's a hen, hen old squaw. And uh, How many can you shoot? Six. Six, okay. Completely biffs it. Yeah. You know, he's a right-handed shooter going over the left or going over his right side, so it's awkward. He's like, yeah, I missed it. And then a a hen comes over on my side, and I pull the trigger the first time. It's like within 30 yards. And uh, she's cooking, cooking. And mind you, the waves are going like this the entire time. Yeah. I have a video on my phone. I put it on her Instagram. I have a video on my phone of them, like, setting the last decoy line in front of us. And I'm, like, level with the water, and then all the decoys disappear because this wave came yeah. like, from behind us. I can't see his boat. This boat is four feet above the water, the gunwales. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Jake, we're going to die. He's just laughing at me. He's like, dude. And the boat was super st- sturdy. After was about, it? like, 15 minutes, I was fine. But, like, dude, getting into that boat. Oh yeah, my god. Dude. Oh my god. Is it like is there a bunch of water sitting in the bottom of the boat? Like did water continuously splash oh, into yeah. the boat so you're just sitting in the, the entire time. water the whole time? The entire time. Yeah. Yep. How I long got- like how long was the session when you were out there? 2 hours? 2 hours. So you're in the layout boat for 2 hours. How many yeah. birds did you guys shoot in that 2 hours? We shot two birds. We did not we did not um some guy was in our spot. Oh. So we went to a different spot and I apparently see. Like, all the captains talk to each other. Yeah. And so they set up in a line. But when someone goes in front of the line, like, you have a line going north to south, right? Sure. But when you have someone pushing further east than everyone else, they hit that person first, and then they don't go down the line. Yeah. So there was some guy being a jackass, apparently, that day, and whatever, whatever. But, dude, getting into that layout boat, he's like, who's going first? And my dumb ass, I'm like, I'm not getting that fucking boat. Like, yeah, the yeah. entire time we're riding out there, dude, and we're setting deeks, I'm like, I'm not getting out of this boat. There's no way. And I'm a water hunter, dude. And I'm like, I'm not getting in that fucking boat. Really? You legitimately scared were like, I'm not gonna. Shitless. So fucking scared, dude. My butthole was like Class this. Tight. It was. You could have made I could have made a diamond. fucking diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Several diamonds. I was so scared, and he's like, who's going first? And Jake's like, I'm going first, and that's my buddy. And I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm going. He's like, well, make up your minds now, because once that rope snaps, he goes, you better get in there now, otherwise it's going to jaunt away from the boat, and if you go in the water, you're fucked. And I'm like, 
Oh God! This guy don't play games. No, huh? he's he not playing like, no. games. <clears throat> and like oh, he wow. wasn't, he wasn't fucking with us or anything. He was just like being so serious. Yeah. Like, he was like a cool dude, super fun. But then, like when it came down to business, dude, he was business. He was an ex marine and everything. We'll get him on the podcast. He's a very interesting dude. But he scared the fuck out of me that day. Yeah, that's so I was crazy. Terrified. And I like jump into that boat, and he's like, "Go over one more." I'm like, "Oh God," you know, like I'm. Now, like, in these waves, dude, five-foot rollers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So I get in there with all my shells and shit. They're spilling all over the layout boat. I'm like, yeah. great. You know, and then the the hen old squad comes over to me. And the first shot, I put it, like, in front of its face, like, three feet. Yep. I watch the shot pattern go behind it. I'm like, oh, my God. It was, like, eight feet behind it, ten feet behind it. I'm like, holy shit. Hardly any wind. It's like, cool, oh, my boss. God. So I go one right in front of her. And I'm like, oh shit. And I pull second shot like 10 feet in front of her. Nothing. And the third shot, I literally swung as far as I could across and then I dropped her. No way. I bet you I led that duck 15 feet, 20 feet. Holy it was shit. insane. And then the second uh, squaw came, came to my side. Yeah. And the same thing. I just. I, except the first time I let it 10 feet, and this one was cooking. It was a Drake. One, two, three, and I killed it on the third. And, dude, I, I let it further than the first one. Wow. Oh, my good Lord. I understand why, but I'm two, <clears throat> I was two for two. Jake didn't shoot one? Mm-mm. Damn. Has he done it before? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. <clears throat> nope. So. Did you guys, did you get to, uh, did you find or keep the Drake and the hen? No, the Drake got away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Drake swam because he's like, if that thing hits the water, hit it two more times. I'm like, okay, and I'm and I saw it with the hen, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. So the Drake drops, and I saw his head up. I'm like, shit. And this big wave comes, and he's like 35 yards away from me. Wave yeah. comes, can't see him, and I'm waiting for him to come up again. And the next time, the like the one the wave drops, he's 90 yards away from me, just like that instantaneously. So I just drilled three <laughs> shots into him. Yeah, third one got absorbed by a wave, so it's like, good lord, gone. It was, it's intense. That's so crazy. Yeah, like, it sounds like something I really want to do, but like, holy shit, I'm scared for oh, sure. Oh, dude, and that's also, scary. damn, that's that's a lot of work to go out there and shoot two old squaw. Well, like, uh, we're pretty late in the year. Yeah, so the plumage is really good. Sure, but if we'd have been there about six days prior, he's like. Yeah, you would have killed a shitload. But that one guy, like, did the no-no. Like, you you set up in a line. Like, they're all talking to each other on walkie-talkies and shit. All the captains. Yeah. And he's like, who is that? I don't know who that is. He's being a fucking idiot. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, he set up an extra 100 yards east of everyone. So then they all just went along that line and stayed away from everyone with clients. But we also got out there a little late. I see. We were out there probably about a half hour too late. What, uh... I was going to ask you, what does he do with the boat? So, like, he drops you guys in a spot, in a layout boat. Yeah. <clears throat> does he just, like, go and anchor somewhere and park? No, he doesn't anchor. He's just floating. He probably drives, like, a quarter mile. Not even. Quarter mile away? Like, 500 yards. Whatever. Yeah, about a quarter mile. So you can see him? Yeah. Yeah, you can see him, but he's, like, completely away from where the birds are and shit. Yeah. We saw a couple of flocks of, like, 100 plus. Yeah. Like, circling around and doing shit dude they're fast yeah like fast fast that's crazy though 
It was cool. Like in terms of if a blue bill is fast, how much faster than a blue bill? Three times. Three times as fast as a blue bill. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah, because like when a blue bill comes, you're just like, oh yeah, boom. Yeah, no, I know. Boom. Still but a fast bird. It's so different when you're going up and down. Yeah. Way different. Yeah, for sure. It's really hard. Yeah. Sounds insane. But you know me. Dead yeah. eye. Dead Smack eye. Smack an two. old Lost one. Come the on. only the only two that I had a chance at. All I can tell you is I think I want to try it, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to be scared. Yeah, you should be. I mean, you'd be dumb not to be a little freaked out. Yeah. Was Jake a little freaked out? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But, like, he he spent 60 days on a charter boat in the middle sure. of the ocean in Alaska. Sure. And I drank quite a bit the day before. Yeah. And so I was just, like, I wasn't feeling seasick. But it definitely wasn't helping. That's the only thing that freaks me out. I get really seasick. Oh, really? Yeah, bad. <laughs> like, I've done the charter fishing boat, you know, two times. No, you're going to get One sick time as fuck. in Mexico, one time when we were um, in Alaska for halibut. Yeah. And I legitimately spent probably half the time laying in the, the area where, like, you got to just, like, go sit and chill. Really? Yeah. Because I was, like, going to yak. Did you take any Dramamine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to throw up on that layout boat. Really? Well, it's not necessarily on the layout boat. It's when you're in the tending boat. The only thing, okay. Because the only thing I'll tell you is like growing up on a lake, like I've never had an issue sitting in a tube and just like taking two foot waves or three foot waves continuously going up and down. Mm -hmm. But it's just something about the ocean, like the endless amount of ocean, you know, that just goes on forever. Mental deal. Yeah. And so I think it's like, I wonder about like how I'd be. You're definitely going to throw up. Yeah, might not want to do it then. You gotta. It'd probably ruin it for me. I w- literally, dude, like, <laughs> we went marlin fishing. And, like, Mike has got a marlin on, and I'm in the back just, like, dead. <laughs> like, completely useless. Mike has got a fucking 200-pound marlin on his line. I'm, I'm just a just a, just a big loser sitting mm. in the back, chilling, doing absolutely nothing. I can't get up. If I get up, I throw up everything everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm going to die. Damn. Yeah, dude. It wasn't it wasn't bad laying down in the layout boat. The first fifteen minutes were hell. I was so scared. I'm like, is this thing even sturdy? And you have like a splash guard behind you, mm-hmm. but it doesn't keep all the waves out. And the the part that fucked me up the most is I'm like, hey, so like when do you not go out? Cause he was telling us, he's like, Yeah, I'll book all sixty days. But we can only go about thirty. So like I lose a bunch of money. You know, and I'm like, so like, when don't you go out? He's like, we're right on the precipice of that. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> you know, like, oh, okay. So like, we're about six inches of wave before you call it. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, God. Like he, everything, he wasn't doing it on purpose, but I mean, he wasn't being a dick. But everything that he said made me feel more and more uncomfortable. Yeah. Every, no, he was trying to give it to you straight. No, he was giving it to me very real, straight. You know? But, like, the straight sucked to hear. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, so, like, how big do the waves have to be for you to not go out? He's like, right right about where we're at. I'm like, oh, perfect. Nice. <laughs> nice. He's like, yeah, no, you guys are experienced waterfall hunters, so I figured. No, you know, straight up. There's one group that I could do it with. It'd probably be you guys. But he was like unbelievably professional because like i know that you know like there's so many kids out there now that just go out and like guide yeah 
And so you're just like, do you really know what you're doing? Like, do you have sure. enough experience or whatever? Like, you cannot do his job and not have the experience. Yeah, for sure. No way. For sure. You'll die. Yeah, well, it's the same thing, like, with Connor when he went to Maine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Darren, obviously, had to go through the same test to get his captain's license. Has to understand the tides, know when you're fucked. Because, like, Connor and them were hunting on a rock. Right. But that rock is not there most of the time. <sighs> so when the tide comes up, it comes up quick. And Connor, I remember Connor saying, like, that thing's gone. Like, you're on, like, a 10-foot out-of-the-water you know, rock hunting. For sure, by the time, you know, sunset comes or whatever, that thing's gone. Oh, God. So, like, you have a window, and you're hunting that window, and then as that tide starts coming up, you got to pick your shit up and get your ass out of there. Or you're sitting on a rock that's, you're going to be, you're going to be swimming. Ugh. So, yeah, I mean, same thing. Obviously, like, that's probably a lot safer feeling is sitting on a rock. Right. But definitely 100%. still sketch. But, well, hey, man, let's wrap this up. I'm pumped. We're headed off. We're going to Montana. Going to be a lot of fun. Hope everyone out there is having a really fun season and you're traveling and doing some cool stuff and whatever. And if you're hunting at home, hope it's really good. Hope it's not like Minnesota for us this year. Yeah. It's been rough. It has been rough. I know the guys down south aren't having it so rough, though. No, they're killing. They're killing ducks. They're killing a lot of ducks. So, hey, cheers to you. Thanks for listening. Hey, leave us a review. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't we've, forget. We've slowed down on the reviews. I think we got to do a really big giveaway when we get to 1,000. Yeah. I think we should do like some a crazy giveaway. Yeah. Because our 500 giveaway was big. We're going to do like, we're going to do something stupid for Like 1, we're going to spend some money out of our own pocket. Babe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, All right. don't forget about the Better <clears throat> Fed Beef giveaway on our Instagram. Yes. Yep. Shit's lit. Get Check on it your out. beef bit.ly slash better fed beef get on ya Appreciate all you have to do you. is put in your email yeah should we camel yon yeah oh yeah i think we better just all right you soy flying with guns a bitch dude i tell you what though that negrini case makes that, that does so much easier <laughs> true dude the tsa locks built in made flying with guns a dream because how many yeah. times do we have to cut a TSA lock? Bro, do you remember when we went to Louisiana and they said that because they could, like, <laughs> open my gun case, like, one-eighth of an inch, that it wasn't acceptable? Right. So then the lady had to find some TSA locks that she could put on so I could cut them off when we got home? Right. Just, dude. No, just go so buy in a greenie case. Just get it a made case. my life so much better it is it's much easier all right hey thanks for listening guys we'll see you soon oh uh one more thing one more thing one more